back to back. Didn't take off five months this time, bitch. L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to L.I.W. American Horror Story Review, episode 36. There are dogs in the room now, so if you hear any dog-related noises, I apologize. That's that's just what's going to happen. They're right next to the microphone. Just uh, moved the office around. The, the mic is pointed right at the couch, which is where they're, they're laying, and they move around frequently, so deal with that. Here she is now. Silent. I put the doggy beds on the couch. Yeah, that's a good way to keep them off the cushions. Yeah, I'm smart. I'm a smart boy. So, uh, episode 803, Forbidden Fruit. Oh, this is LIW American Horse Review, episode 36. I don't know what I said so far because I got distracted with dog talk because Margo started moving around like a psycho. Like a real psycho, you bitch. All right, I keep saying the word bitch because they say bitch a thousand times in this season. They, they rely on the word bitch way too much. So... Yes, uh, Forbidden Fruit. Uh, my first note is everything is firelit and it's getting old because we're stuck in this goddamn bunker. Everything is lit by fire, which is great, fucking fantastic. It makes sense. It really does. No no, comp- no complaints there, I should say. But, oh my God, I'm getting sick of this. It reminds me of last season. Or, yeah, last season. What was the first two or three episodes was just uh, Sarah Paulson crying like a lunatic. And I'm like, okay, move on. Nothing against her. But way too much of that. And they finally moved on and they didn't even go back to it. I'm like, oh, thank God. So we, we finally get a, I get my wish here upcoming. And I can't fucking wait to get to that part. It actually gets interesting. And it gets a little complicated. I will say, this season, for the first time in American Horror Story history, gets a little complicated. Because we start dealing with a lot of different characters. A, a, a million characters. This season, by the way, if you haven't seen the last two Marvel movies, especially the Endgame, it's this season. This season has the exact same storyline. I, 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 when I was watching Endgame, I'm like, this feels familiar, and this is how I thought it would end. And I'm like, oh, this feels just like this season of American Horror Story. Exact same ending. The exact same ending. Anyway, exactly. I mean, Spider-Man shows up in this. We had him in the last episode. Uh, there's probably other comparisons I can get into, but we'll, we'll get to them as they come up. Um, apparently, yeah, let's talk about this, where... Uh, Vampire Lestat is interviewing Mallory, and apparently he's like pressing her and pressing her and pressing her because she's she basically plays like a servant to these rich assholes. The only 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 reason she's there, she wears gray. She's she's subhuman. Everyone else wears purple because that's that's the color of royalty. And she wears gray and has her hair up like a fucking who like who person. And uh, and goddamn something about that Billy Lord. Anyway, so uh, be so creepy over the entire season. That's just gonna amuse me. In all seriousness, though, call me. Uh, the she has, apparently she has a superpower for real. So she, and she like blinks her eyes and like fucking flames shoot up, and then Lestat even gets scared. He's like, Argh! and does a demon face at her, and he, he's like, "Who are you?" She's like, "I don't know. Who are you?" And she runs away, like ah, <laughs> runs away. Like that's an interesting way to get out of the scene. Just take off like a little schoolgirl. And then uh, we see this weird scene where Vampire Lestat is again. I will never call him by his real name in this. He, like, cuts himself, and he's in a pentagram, a blood pentagram, and he's cutting himself, and, like, snakes come out of the pentagram. And I'm like, okay, so he's the devil, or he's something like that. We got that to deal with. I don't think he's a vampire at this point. At this point, I start really doing comparisons of, like, this reminds me of The Stand. 
because we have like a good against evil sort of thing. It reminds me of Fallout, obviously, because they're in a fucking Fallout shelter forever. It reminds me of 12 Monkeys a lot when they're on the outside because it's like this desolated wasteland. And then obviously interview the vampire because we have uh, the vampire stat here. Um, no, no other notes there, just saying it reminds me a lot of those things. Really, 12 Monkeys a lot. And, and even later on it does, because there's... Uh, spoiler alert, again, if you haven't seen this entire season, I wouldn't uh, listen to this yet. Uh, so here's a chance to, to go ahead and pause. Because uh, 12 Monkeys is a time travel movie. And this is a time travel season. And Endgame, if you haven't seen that either, is a time travel movie. So we've got some real... Uh, some Everything's crossing over here. And the Venn diagram here, the time travel is the is the box they're all in. So we see some Kathy Bates flashbacks, and it's like 1962 Halloween. She's fucking Rosie the Robot and running around. And then she's like, I went on a date. My first date in 1968 saw Rosemary's Baby. I realized I love being scared, but he made me feel dirty because he grabs her titty. And she runs out of the theater. And then she, she's like, I killed my first person in 1988. And it's like this fucking... They show this like on Halloween. She, she loves Halloween. So... It, there's a, uh, she's apparently an assassin and she does like this Kill Bill fight in this guy's kitchen. And she's like fighting in the kitchen. Reminds me exactly like Kill Bill. And then, uh, she chokes the guy out with a cord and then goes to the door and hands out Halloween candy. And like, your makeup's great. And she's like, yeah. And they got a good actress to look like Kathy Bates back then. But they, uh, and she starts talking about how they're like false memories because she's an, a robot. And I'm like, why would you build an elderly female robot soldier? Why would you do that? I, I can't imagine why you would do that. Like, what what benefit would an elderly, overweight, sorry, Kathy Bates, elderly, overweight female robot soldier do for you? What benefit would it do? What have? I forgot how he started the sentence, so I <laughs> couldn't, couldn't uh, finish it. What what benefit would that have? I, I, I can't imagine. Other, other than not knowing its strength and you're going to underestimate it, but just, I mean, they explain it later. Don't get me wrong. There is an explanation that is satisfying. I'm just like at this point, I'm going off my notes at this point where I'm like, why? Why would you have that? Because I just thought it was there to be a, basically a security guard, a glorified security guard with, with a butch haircut. And that's what I thought, all I thought it was. I'm like, why? Why that? Why would you go with that body frame? And go with like the, get like six rocks in there and, and be like, you fuck around, we're going to snap you in half. Instead, it's Kathy Bates. It's a little bizarre. Anyway. We finally see the mutants outside, guys. We see the wibble wobbles, or whatever the fuck they call them. I'm going to say it differently every time. We see them outside. There's two guys, and they're eating like a dog or something on a fire pit. And then uh, the, uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, uh, Billy Eichner walks up, and he's all mangled the fuck. He's got like half, he's got like five hairs left, and he's like, his face is all burned up. And I'm like, if he survived, because the bomb didn't hit that far away from what I remember. And if he survived, so did thousands of others. Because he was in the middle of the fucking street. He was running away as it happened. So there are just thousands of other survivors. Why would he, why would he survive and not them? And then he's trying to get to the uh, rich people because he's trying to find uh, uh, Coco, who is the young lady, Leslie Grossman, who's a teenager. A mere teenager. Not double that age. Plus, she is a mere teenager. I'm, again, I'm making fun of the script. Not you, Leslie. I, I appreciate you. And I love you, and you're important to this show. No. So the, he's trying to find her. He's, he's asking these guys. He starts. He kills them. Long story short, he kills them. And it's like a Book of Eli-ish outside, uh, 12 Monkeys Book of Eli. And then he, like, he finds this chariot, and he, he, he hides under it, and then he goes to the compound. And then uh, I kind of forget about him for a while, honestly. 
And then they show this box of apples arrive. And they bring them in. And I have some notes here, and I don't know what they mean, but they meant something to me at the time, so I'm just going to read it. One of the guards apparently ran a nutrition blog. I found that fascinating for some fucking reason why they even brought that up. And everyone in the show has to talk about douchey tech. Like, I ran a blog. Uh, and I'm like, everyone's like, oh, they have my Twitter, my, my Instagram. I'm like, fucking stop it. I get it. I get that they missed this shit, but shut the fuck up. God damn. And then uh, they reveal that they're going to poison the apples. Viviana Vitamin is like, I'm going to poison the animal. Animals? Apples? The animal apples. That's right. Yep. I'm a dumb dildo. I'm a dumb dildo. They say that the, uh, they even say the Garden of Eden apple reference out loud. And I'm like, oh, oh they're just going to go for it, aren't they? And then they have, uh, they bring the apples in. And we know they're going to be poisoned. They have this, like, this sad little Halloween dance party. And then, because they're all like dressed up, kind of. They all have those stupid fucking noses on, those masks. Well, it's all one color, and they have like the giant nose on, which I don't fucking get. I don't know why people do that, or did that, or still do it, or what the fuck. Like, you're, unless you're in like a goddamn Stanley Kubrick sex party, and you're gonna meet up with fucking oh, Tom Cruise or something. I, I don't fucking get why they do this shit. And even then, I think it's fucking weird. I can't just have a blank mask on. Like another Tom Cruise movie, Vanilla Sky. Dude, Jesus Christ, why do you have to have a giant fucking nose on it? What is that gonna? What does that provide? What does that do? I don't get it. Does it make me think of a dick and want to have sex with Tom Cruise? I don't fucking get it. Anyway, moving on. Um, they, they, one of the guys in the large nose takes Coco to the side because she wants to get some D in her from vitamin B E D, Billy Eichner dick. She doesn't know it's him yet. He takes off the mask and she, she's like, Oh, hey, I missed you. I, 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 when I, when I got in here, I, I put you to the side, like all those things I couldn't have again. Like, uh, what the fuck does she say? <laughs> like, like sushi. That's what she says. Like sushi. And he's like, Oh, Okay. He's basically mad at her for leaving him behind because she was trying to get to the plane, but she got there first and left. And he stabs her in the goddamn head. And I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. Well, she's dead. All right. And then outside, everyone starts eating the apples and they all get poisoned. And then they all drop dead except for Viviana Vitamin. And then I was like, are we all just done with this? Are we done with this fucking cast now? Or what kind of fucking bullshit magic is going to fix it? I didn't know what was in store for me. I didn't realize it was literally going to be bullshit magic. Because um, at this point, we she Viviana Vitamin goes to Lestat and she tells him, oh, "I killed everybody. You got to take us now." Ha ha! And he's like, oh, "And I summon my father." And I'm like, "So he's the son of the devil, and you still have to summon him. You still have to summon. You can't just be like, like a like a long distance phone call, like from a a kid who ran away. He's like, Dad, can I come home? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I set your house on fire and left. I'm sorry. You come back. I'm so scared out here. I go back to hell. <laughs> I can't make it on my own. I don't know why he has to summon him. Like do a fucking like seance or something. Something weird. Like you have to go with a bunch of theatrics to get his daddy on the line. And then I guess he reveals that he poisoned, he, he programmed Kathy Bates to do the poison apples and he makes her, makes her shoot Vivian Vitamin. And so she's dead. So now we just have Lestat and Kathy Bates. They're the only ones that are alive. And Kathy Bates is a fucking full on rubit. And yes, he's he program Kathy Bates is basically the big reveal there. He's she's there because of him. And I'm like, okay, cool. Everyone else is dead. The young couple that fucks, uh, fucking giant lumberjack lady's dead. Uh, all of our characters are dead except, well, I guess uh, Billy Eichner still be alive, right? How did he die? 
I don't have my notes, so I must have missed something. I don't, I don't, I don't think he comes back, does he? Does he? Answer me. That, I don't, I'm going to assume he doesn't because I, I don't remember. I just rewatched them last night. Anyway, uh, wow, I, I really got down a rabbit hole there. Lost myself there. So it ends with like a Fallout radio ad and like David Fincher camera shooting like a Zack Snyder vampire movie. Fucking stupid ending thing. I, don't, I love David Fincher, but it didn't fit. It was just fucking stupid shit. And it goes outside. I'm not even going to get into detail because I don't remember what the fuck I wrote. And, then, and my next note is, shit, the witches from season three are back. And I'm fucking angry about that because they, they arrive at the gates. And they come back in and they bring the three main character, the castmates, back to life. They bring back Billy Lord, call me, and they bring back Leslie Grossman, and then they bring back. The fuck's her name? I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name. She's not on the. the oh, Adina Porter. She's right there. I was looking down further. Dinah Stevens. They bring back her character. So they bring back all three of those. And I'm like, there we go. Okay, that's what I thought. Again, what, my note was literally what kind of. What was it? What kind of bullshit magic will fix this? And then I got the answer later on in the same episode. I expected it to be in the next episode because it was getting close to the end at that point. But I got it right away. So I, I wasn't left in suspense. And I was going, oh, there we go. Okay. It wasn't really, it didn't bother me. And I, I, I will say this. I was so unenthused to see the goddamn witches be back. But by the time, like an, maybe an episode or two later, I was like, oh, good. I like these characters. It's fine. Because they did something interesting with them. I don't think they did anything interesting in the witches season, in the fucking coven season. I don't, I don't like that season. I don't hate it. I just find it boring because they didn't do anything with it. I felt like they're at much better. They're much better used here in this season. And, and again, I'll get into it when we start breaking it down because they become the main characters in this season. So I, I really, I enjoyed the witches in this world, not in the coven world. Which should be the same world, but it's not. This it's it really the difference of the plot is only difference, same characters otherwise, and it made all the difference as far as my enjoyment for them. So I like this one. I thought this season was gonna be a, a, a sequel to the Murder House one. Turns out it's a sequel to the Coven season, which I fucking don't even like, and I like this season a lot. This is Apocalypse season, so looking forward to it. I just looked on IMDb and it says. American Horror Story, Season 9, 1984. I'm like, is that the fucking name of the season? Why, why do we have to keep doing this 80s nostalgia bullshit? The fucking 80s sucked. The only thing... 80s nostalgia was is better than the 80s. And, and that's a fucked up place to be. That's, that's, that's how you know it's nostalgia. Because the 80s were fucking boring and they sucked. The music sucked. Movies sucked. TV sucked. There's some great, great things that came out of the 80s, but in general, 80s fucking sucked. And people glorifying it in their movies and their TV shows and everything. It's this like heightened version where everything was great and everything was this. But I'm like, no. I just remember wood paneling, old shag carpet left over from the 70s. So at this point it was gross. And rotary telephones. And just terrible, fuzzy television. And just like nothing to do. And that's a, those are my 80s memories. Leslie Grossman was a teenager in the 80s. She could tell you about the 80s, her and her youth. Again, that's about the, the writing, not you. I'm making fun of the writing. You, you, you're your age. There's nothing you could do about it. You're fine. It's the writing. Why make you a, a youth? That's just so stupid. Anyway, I'm going to stop bitching about that and get the fuck out of here. So um, I almost started reading the notes for the next episode because I deleted them. 
Oh God. Um, yeah, let's get out of here because I'm I'm starting to lose my goddamn mind. I've only done two of these in a row, and I oh that means I only have seven more to do right now. Good God, it's such an uphill task. Good thing I'm only doing 16 minutes right now. So liwstudios.com. Check out the notes. I don't feel like going over the notes. Uh, Billy Lord, LordyWonderland at gmail.com. Send me a send me a message. Even if it's saying you're creepy, stop talking about me. I'll understand. I get it. I really get it. I'm sorry. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.